unclean hands, a third equitable defense to trademark infringement on this episode of It's the Keith Law PLLC podcast, and I'm Jason Keith, attorney in Houston, Texas. Keith Law is a Texas-based law firm that helps businesses protect and enhance their competitive advantages by assisting with trademark issues and identifying and protecting trade secrets. The firm's goal is to help businesses prevent and address business problems, and I hope this podcast will do the same. So thinking all the way back to episode one of the Keith Law PLLC podcast, I touched briefly on defenses to a cause of action for trademark infringement, including the equitable defenses. In episode eight, at a listener's suggestion, I dug into the details of the equitable defense called latches. Later, in episode 16, I focused on the equitable defense of acquiescence. Another of the equitable defenses is called unclean hands. And even though I mentioned the word unclean hands in previous episode, I thought it might be helpful to explain what this equitable defense means in more detail. So in this episode, I'll try to describe the concept or the doctrine of unclean hands. And even though I'm focusing on the trademark infringement context here, you should note that unclean hands and latches are equitable defenses available in both the trademark infringement and the trade secret misappropriation contexts. And just as a reminder, or for the first time if you haven't tuned in before, a cause of action is a legal theory that a plaintiff, that's the person suing, must establish for legal relief, such as an injunction or a money judgment, to become available to the plaintiff. And the analogy that I use for the concept of cause of action, and two causes of action are trademark infringement and trade secret misappropriation. Breach of contract is also a a cause of action, but the analogy I use is a cake recipe. Without every ingredient in the cake recipe being included, the cake won't turn out right. You probably won't get a cake, or if you do, it won't be any good. Similarly, without proving every essential element of a cause of action, the plaintiff can't access a remedy from the court. And just as the plaintiff has to establish every element of its cause of action for relief to become available, a defendant, that's the person being sued, may have defenses available that, if proven, can prevent the plaintiff from getting its legal remedy even if the plaintiff proves all of the elements of its cause of action. Most defenses have essential elements too, and the defendant has to establish all of those elements for the defense to be effective. But in the case of unclean hands, it doesn't really have essential elements. Seeking an injunction for trademark infringement is subject to the alleged infringing parties that's the defendant's, available equitable defenses, if any. Because an action for injunction of the infringement is equitable in nature, the availability of injunctive relief is subject to the common equitable defenses called latches, acquiescence, and unclean hands. 
Now, moving into the definition of unclean hands, Black's Law Dictionary defines the clean hands doctrine, also known as the unclean hands doctrine, as, quote, the principle that a party cannot seek equitable relief or assert an equitable defense if that party has violated an equitable principle such as good faith, close quote. Unclean hands is an equitable defense available under the Lanham Act, that's the federal trademark statute, and unfair competition, which includes misappropriation of trade secrets, passing off or palming off, explanations of which exceed the scope of this episode, and common law misappropriation, which has similarities to misappropriation of trade secrets, but doesn't have a secrecy requirement. Details of common law misappropriation also exceed the scope of this episode. Unclean hands is based on the principle that a party can't obtain equitable relief, such as an injunction, or assert an equitable defense, such as latches, acquiescence, or unclean hands, if the party has itself violated equitable principles. And when I use the term equitable principles, I would usually translate that to fairness principles, principles of fairness. The defense of unclean hands is enforced by courts when the party asking for relief, and this can be either a plaintiff in its affirmative claim for relief or a defendant asserting its defenses, the court will enforce unclean hands against that party if they have been guilty of an intentional conduct that's so contrary to the, quote, fundamental conceptions of equity jurisprudence, close quote, that a court is justified in refusing to grant the requested relief. And remember, this is either the affirmative relief or the defensive relief. Because an action to obtain a court order stopping acts of infringement or unfair competition is equitable in nature, the availability of an injunctive relief, which is the court order stopping the infringement or stopping the unfair competition, is subject to the common equitable defenses of latches, acquiescence, and unclean hands. And these are personal defenses based on the trademark owner's conduct with respect to the defendants as opposed to the trademark owner's conduct toward the world at large. A defense of unclean hands must be based on some action or inaction taken by the plaintiff against the defendant, at least in the context where the defendant is asserting the defense. If the plaintiff is asserting the unclean hands defense against something that the defendant is trying to establish, the plaintiff's unclean hands defense must be based on some action or inaction, wrongful action or inaction taken by the defendant toward the plaintiff. The alleged wrongdoing will not be enough to establish an unclean hands defense unless the party alleging unclean hands also establishes that that party was harmed or injured from the alleged wrongdoing. Now I'll move into an example of the defendant's use or a little discussion of a defendant's use of the unclean hands defense, and then I'll give an example. So when a defendant asserts the defense of unclean hands, they have to establish that there's a logical nexus or connection 
between the trademark holder's conduct and the claim the trademark owner is asserting. So a defendant can't simply point to alleged bad behavior, but has to point to bad behavior connected to the situation that's brought before the court. Also, the proof of unclean hands needs to be strong. And as an example, a restaurant owner that operated a restaurant without an assumed name certificate on file with the Texas Secretary of State, as required by the Texas Business and Commerce Code, was not barred by the unclean hands defense from asserting a trademark infringement claim against a former employee who opened a competing restaurant with an identical name in the same town when there was no evidence that the restaurant owner intended to deceive the public or that the owner was ever charged with violating the statute requiring the assumed name certificate to be on file, as well as there was no evidence of how the owner's operation of the restaurant under an assumed name personally injured any of the defendants. The plaintiff's alleged wrongdoing doesn't stop or prevent plaintiff's legal remedies unless the defendant can prove that the defendant was harmed or injured by the plaintiff's conduct. And in the misappropriation of trade secrets context, a trade secret owner can be denied equitable relief if the owner has breached a contract, violated a legal duty owed, or engaged in other wrongful conduct toward the defendant, which would give rise to a defendant's unclean hands defense. And as to plaintiff's use of the unclean hands doctrine, when a defendant who intentionally infringed on a trademark, the plaintiff can assert that under the unclean hands doctrine, the intentional infringer lacks the clean hands necessary to assert any defenses of latches or acquiescence. The intentional infringement constituted unclean hands asserted by the plaintiff that prevented the defendant from saying, you waited too long to bring the claim, or you gave me permission in some way through acquiescence. And for details on the latches defense and the acquiescence defense, listen back to episodes 8 for latches and episode 16 for acquiescence. And the takeaway for this episode is it's important to be careful not to take any action that can be framed as wrongful such as fraudulent, in bad faith, or otherwise unfair to minimize the chances of a defendant asserting an unclean hands defense to your trademark infringement or misappropriation of trade secrets cause of action. And in the misappropriation of trade secrets context, there's a risk that if you have obligations under a confidentiality or non-disclosure agreement and you breach your obligation, the unclean hands defense might be available to the defendant to prevent you from obtaining an injunction to protect your trade secrets. Please subscribe to the Keith Law PLLC podcast so that you don't miss an episode. Check the show notes for information related to this episode. And if you have any questions, email me or schedule a call using my Calendly link. When you use the Calendly link to schedule a call, Please include information so that I can have a chance to prepare for your question before I call you at the time you select. Disclaimer, this audio is for informational purposes only and should not be misinterpreted as legal or other professional advice. If you have a legal question, you should consult with an attorney in your jurisdiction. This is Jason Keith thanking you for listening to the Keith Law PLLC podcast.